Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 10 of Lola's Frugal Life. On today's episode, we will be talking about creating your first budget. We'll be going over things like looking at your monthly income and expenses, giving every dollar a purpose, and closing out your budget for the month. After a few short words from our sponsor, we'll get right into today's episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So before we get into our episode about creating your first budget, I just wanted to share with you my frugal tip of the week. I want to try and start um, doing this in every one of my budgeting slash frugal life uh, topic episodes, just to kind of give you a tip on one thing that maybe you could do to help you lead a frugal lifestyle and something that I really think is a great idea and really helps you save money. So the thing that I really like right now is the free... Um, audiobooks and Kindle books from the library. I believe most libraries have this. I just only recently found out about it, but I know it's been going on for a really long time. There's apps that most libraries are associated with. Um, the one I use is called Libby. I, I'm not sure um, if all libraries around the country use the same type of app, but I know a lot of um, libraries near us use an app called Libby. And you do need a library card, but once you have your library card activated, you never have to go to the library to rent audiobooks or Kindle books. Most of the books um, that they have that are um, for the Kindle, are you can read them in their app also. Um, some of them aren't Kindle, but pretty much everyone I've gotten so far has been compatible with Kindle. And if you like to read through Kindle, um, it has a feature in the Libby app that um, you can just say, I prefer to open with Kindle. So I just think it's the greatest thing. I've listened to so many books and read a few books on the Kindle. I've mostly been doing audiobooks because I don't have a huge amount of time to sit down and read Kindle books, but I have read a couple. Um, but I've listened to so many audiobooks. It's, I just think it's one of the greatest things and it's completely free. So how can that be better, all those free audiobooks? The only thing is you do sometimes have to wait. If it's a really popular book, you can put a hold on it. And then um, if it's, you know, I guess they probably have so many digital licenses for the books, so they can only loan out so many audio copies um, or digital copies of the books at the same time. So you you wait, but then as soon as it's available, you'll, you'll get an email or some type of alert, however you decide to set it up. And... Um, you get that notification and then you can go in and borrow the book. And you do have the ability to extend um, the borrowing too. Like you do have to return it just like you would a library book. You have to go into the app after you have it for however many days. Ours is 14 days. Um, so you do have to go in and return it after the 14 days or I guess you would get charged a late fee. I don't know. I've never returned it late because it does send you reminders that it's coming due. But you can just... You just have to wait um, until the book becomes available if it's on hold and then you get a notification, you could borrow it. And it's just, I just, I don't mind waiting. I just think it's the coolest thing that you could just listen to all these books and read all these books for absolutely no cost. So that's my frugal tip of the week. 
And um, then next, we're just going to get right into our episode about creating your first budget. So um, this is a topic that I really love to talk about. As crazy as it sounds, it's one of my favorite things to do is updating my budget spreadsheet. I look forward to it so much every weekend. I know it sounds crazy, but it's something that I just really love. I just I love to track where we're at. I love to tweak it to make it more and more accurate. I just sometimes I will even be done updating my budget and updating my actual expenses and I'll just kind of sit there staring at the spreadsheet looking for something else to do on it. So it's just something I I really enjoy doing. So um, I just wanted to talk about some of the reasons why it's so important to have a budget. Um, it definitely helps keep you out of debt. If you have a budget and you know how much you have available to spend, you're so much less likely to go into debt than if you're just spending along as you see things or want things, not really having a plan in mind. And then next thing you know, you have an emergency and it's going on the credit card. And then something else happens next month and you know how that happens. So keeping a budget and keeping on top of it and knowing what you have available really helps keep you out of debt. And it also helps you prioritize where your money is going to go and make sure you have enough for what you really want to spend your money on. Um, you know, when, once you look at your budget and you see how much money you have available, you can really look and see what's really important to you and what you might need to cut back on so that you can have enough to spend on what you really want to dedicate your money to. It also takes away any anxiety feelings that you might have about when you're actually spending money. I know I used to always feel anxious when I was making a purchase that was maybe something extra that we didn't necessarily need, maybe just something I saw at Target that I decided to grab, or if we decided to take the family out to dinner or you know anything, or even at the grocery store when I would go food shopping before I really was on a good budget and I would buy all this food and then I would come home and I would always kind of have this anxious feeling because I didn't really know what our finances were gonna look like at the end of the month because I had no idea if I was spending too much money. And most importantly, having a budget helps you achieve your financial goals. So what are those financial goals that you have? You really have to take some time to think about them because that's the whole reason you're going to work on this budget. It's not part of the creating a budget process, but it is really important because that's your motivation to stick to the budget. That's the whole reason you want to do this budget. Um, What are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to get out of debt? Are you trying to have more savings? Do you want to put your kids through college debt-free? Do you want to travel more? Whatever that is, that's what you need to keep in mind because that's your motivation to stick to your budget. So the first step to creating your budget is to determine how much monthly income you have. So for those of you who have a regular paycheck, you know, every two weeks or every week or however often you receive a paycheck, that's a pretty standard amount. This part will be much easier for you. Um, Where people really struggle with this is those of you who have a variable income. So maybe you do contract work or, um, you know, you just don't, you work in a line of business maybe where there's, where it's seasonal um, and you might not really know exactly what you're going to have coming in month to month. So the best, um, the best thing to do in that situation is to look at what your average monthly income is and kind of use like a lower end average just to be conservative so that if you come in better, then that's great. You have extra money. But if you come in lower, at least you have a budget plan in place so that you know um, 
how to cover all your expenses and make sure you, you have enough money um, to cover what you're going to need for the month. So obviously, this is the most important part of your budget is knowing how much income you have, because that's all that's available to spend. Um, you can't be spending more than you make. I obviously, um, I saw I saw a question. I searched for, um, I think I was searching for, like, what are the top, like, the most asked questions um, about budgeting, because I was just trying to see, like, what people usually have questions about. And the first question that came up said, why can't I budget more money than I have right now? And I was just looking at it and thinking, is that even a real question? Like, is does someone really ask, like, why can't they budget more than they have right now? I don't, it was really weird. I just thought it was kind of funny. But anyway, so you need to know what you have available to spend. And um, that's going to be your first number that you're going to put down on your paper or on your spreadsheet because you're gonna, going to now go through that income and every dollar that's coming in, you're going to give a purpose. So what you want to do is you need to know where all of your money is going. You want all of your income to be accounted for, um, where it's going to be spent. That includes expenses, but it also includes debt payments and savings payments. So it's not that you're going to spend every dollar on costs, but you need to know where every dollar is going to be. So as you're creating your budget, what you want to do first is start with your most important bills and then work your way down. You need to make sure you have covered all of your living expenses, such as your mortgage or your rent, your property taxes, your utilities. Um, You need to make sure you have your gas and auto repairs and registration fees taken care of because if you don't have transportation, you're not getting to work to continue making money. So that's really important to make sure that's covered. You want to cover your insurance. That might be auto insurance, life insurance, or whatever other type of insurances you might have that you have to pay for separately. Um, Homeowner's insurance sometimes is included in your mortgage, but sometimes it's not. So make sure that's covered. And your groceries for yourself, for your family, and for any um, animals that you have to feed. So make sure you get all of that, those basics down first. So once you have those covered, then that's when you're going to start adding things in like your cell phone bill, um, any medical expenses, co-pays, prescriptions, things like that, Uh, your cable bill, any clothes budget that you want to set up, any uh, memberships you might have, like maybe to the gym or some kind of clubs that you might be a member of. Uh, If you do have pets, veterinary bills. You want to include a budget for veterinary bills because those always come up, even if it's not emergency, if it's just the regular annual checkups, um, you need to budget for that. Birthday gifts, um, holiday spending. And holiday spending isn't only your Christmas gifts. A lot of people just think of uh, holiday gifts um, throughout the year, but it's not only gifts. This is also, um, say for Halloween, you're going to need to buy, you might need to buy Halloween costumes if you have kids. Um, if you're going to go to an event around the holidays, you might need to buy some special foods or drinks or things to bring. So uh, gift wraps, supplies, cards, anything, like really think about all these different categories and think of all the expenses that you might wind up having during the year related to them. And if they're not 
a monthly expense, like for example, obviously holidays, veterinary bills, things like that, they're not going to occur every month, but you need to make sure you put aside a proportional amount each month for any of those irregular expenses because you don't want those months to come and then all of a sudden you get hit with like three of them and you didn't have enough money in your budget. So you really need to think ahead and um, put all those things in there, save up a monthly amount so that you'll have enough when the time comes uh, when those happen. So I do have a separate episode on sinking funds, and it really gets into this in detail. That's where you're putting aside a certain amount each week out of your paycheck uh, budget for all of these seasonal type expenses or, or regular expenses. Okay, so once you have all your expenses identified, you need to see what you have left. Hopefully there should be something left uh, taking your income and minusing out all the expenses. There should be some money left. Um, which is what you're going to use to either put to debt or to put into your savings accounts or investing or whatever um, goals you have that you're working on at the time. So if you come to your budget and there is nothing left, then you really need to keep looking at it and determine where you can cut. There's usually always somewhere that you can cut to, to get your budget to work so that you do have some money left for debt payments or for savings or investing. I always find that the food budget for me, um, for our family, is usually the place with where the with the most um, ability to find savings. Rearranging the types of meals you're eating, where you're buying your food, purchasing stuff on sale. Like there's really usually a lot of room in there to find some savings. You can also look at your cell phone bill. Is there anything you could do to cut the cost? Um, cable TV, are you really watching it? Do you have any monthly subscriptions that you're not really using? You really need to go through and make sure that you have something that you can work with to um, get that budget to have some money left over at the end of the month that can go to your debt payments or your um, savings or investing. If, If you look at everything and you try everything and you just really can't find something to cut then unfortunately, you might need to try and find a side job or maybe try and look into changing jobs um, or some way to make extra money because if you're not able to support your expenses, then you're going to end up in debt and nobody wants that. So anyway, once you have that excess amount identified, then you're going to determine where that's going to go. Um, There's many different methods of paying off debt. Some people use the avalanche method, which is where you look at the highest interest rate um, debt that you have and you pay that off first and then you make minimums on everything else. There's also what I follow, which is the um, snowball method. That's like the Dave Ramsey method. And that's where you list your debts out smallest to largest and you tackle the first one, uh, the smallest one first and make minimums on everything else. And then once the smallest one is paid, you take all that money you're paying on that one and moving it to the next. Um, So there's lots of different methods. Um, Whatever method you're using, just make sure you apply it to your budget so that your your dollars are going where you want them. Um, or Or if you're, if you don't have any debt, that would totally awesome. And if you don't, then make sure you put that money into your savings or investing or whatever it is that you're planning to do with it. So, once you have your your budget now in place, you need to start tracking it. So you want to at least monthly do um, like a budget closeout. That's kind of where you look at 
the expenses you had for the month and where your money went, what you paid to debt, what went into savings, and how did it compare to the budget. So you can use either like a spreadsheet or an app or some people even like to do it on uh, with pencil and paper and make sure you record everything that you spent. Every Just like you budgeted for every dollar, you need to record every dollar and where it actually went. So you should have a record of everything that came in and everything that came out for the month. And um, if you're like most people, your actual in budget are not going to match. It's going to take quite a while after your first budget before they're starting to match pretty closely. There's usually many categories that um, you just thought you were spending differently than you actually are. So look at what the results were and look and see what did you totally miss? What did you forget to put in the budget and add it in? Now you'll have it in next month's budget. And what adjustments do you make? Are you spending more on food? Are you spending less on gas? Really look at every category and see what you thought you were spending versus what you actually are spending. And then you need to determine, is it something that you can change? Like, did you overspend on stopping and eating out lunches um, or picking up quick snacks at the convenience store that maybe you really didn't have to when you feel like you really can still meet that budget? Or did you truly really watch what you were spending and you just budgeted too low and you need to increase your budget? So that's what you need to look at and determine what adjustments you need to make. And then based on whatever you found, you could start working on your budget for next month. And every month, it takes a lot of um, tweaking and practicing. But once you get your budget where you want it to be, it's going to be such a great feeling knowing that you're in control of your money and you actually know where every dollar is going. You're not coming to the end of the month and saying, I don't know, I made all this money and I have no idea where it went. It's just, it's truly a great feeling and it gives you so much more control on achieving your financial goals. So um, just I wanted to just give some tips that I have to help you keep on track with your budget. Um, One thing that I do is um, I try and track my expenses like as they're happening. I really keep in mind everything I'm spending and what and knowing in my mind what the budget is. It's the worst feeling when you come to the end of the month and you put everything down and you you're at more when you're at the point where you already felt like you had a pretty good budget um but you put everything down and then you find out that you totally came in over budget on some category clothing or just maybe miscellaneous household things you know maybe you're picking up little um decorations or something at Target or like, uh, I don't know, new throat blankets or, or home, uh, whatever. I don't, I don't know, like any miscellaneous things that you might be spending money on that threw your budget over. Um, that's the worst when you realize after the fact, because it's too late now and you really can't do anything about it. So you really need to have some mechanism to track your spending as you go along. That way you'll know how much you have left to spend. Um, and, you're, and you don't have to worry so much about it. So it definitely um, takes time. But once you start tracking your spending, you'll notice that you're even thinking about it more. When you're going to purchase something, you're thinking in your mind, like, what is your budget? How much do you have left? How much have you spent so far? So it kind of becomes more of a natural um, consideration that you need to be thinking about where this money is going, where maybe in the past you just spent it. And then at the end of the month, you went to see if there was anything left. So 
I definitely recommend using some way to track as you're going along to help you stick to the budget. And then I also like to try and think about what might be coming up this week out of the norm that might cause us some extra expenses so that I can try and cut back in other areas. And I even actually usually lay it out. Like I'll kind of try and predict like these are the extra things we're going to have. They're going to add up to this much. So that only leaves me this much in the budget. Like maybe say um, you're traveling to a uh, niece or nephew's birthday party and they live, I don't know, an hour away. And you know that's going to cost you like an extra half a tank of gas or something or whatever it's going to cost. Just even simple things like that. You know, if you didn't budget for that extra $20 for gas, well, then you might wind up coming in over budget for the week. So knowing if you have any odd, unusual things coming up during the week, just keep those in mind and build them into your budget. And it'll really help you with with keeping, um, keeping your budget on track. And don't give up. It really takes some time to get this down, but you'll feel so good when you know when you know where your money's going and when you see that you're making progress each month. So I hope you got something out of this episode. I definitely plan to do more. I want to do lots of different budget topics and maybe get into details on certain areas. Um, so good luck with creating your first budget. And I hope you um, enjoy budgeting as much as I do. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.